Okay, quick fire version for people that just want me to get to the point. Five steps you need to take to lose weight. Step one, eat a healthy diet in the first place. Mostly vegetables and a bit of protein every day and not too much junk. You can have crisps and cake sometimes, but most of your food should be plants and animals you can recognize. Do that on a regular basis before you start worrying about losing weight. Step two, note down your weight every week. Then write down everything you eat for a week. You can use an app or take pictures on your phone or use a paper notebook, whatever works for you to get a pretty accurate record of what you normally eat. Step three, keep noting down your weight once a week at least, that's ongoing, but then use the record of what food you ate to plan your next week of food. Eat the same things you normally eat, but cut back on the total amount of food you're eating by either skipping some meals or reducing the portion sizes of each meal, preferably reducing the carby foods like crisps, sweets, rice and bread. Keep track of your weight. If it's not going down week by week, reduce the total amount of food you're eating by a little bit more. But keep eating the same basic things at the same times you're used to. Step four, do some regular exercise slightly above your normal level. Nothing super hard is totally necessary, but enough to keep you more active than usual. That might be a nice walk, a dance class, a bike ride. You could count your steps and keep a tally of that or play a sport, but just do something that keeps you a bit more active than usual. Step five, do some resistance training. Press-ups and squats, weight training, resistance machines, that kind of thing. That way you're using all the muscles of your body and not just your legs to walk around. When you use all your muscles, you encourage your body to burn through fat and you will keep the shape and strength of your body as you lose weight. So those are the five steps, but I want you to imagine this. You've gained a bit of weight over the Christmas period. Maybe that is you and you don't have to imagine. And you're at work now, holiday time is over, starting to get into a routine, getting out of bed at a regular time. And with that routine, you now think it's the right time to get in shape. It's January after all. Uh, so you set a goal and you think, I'm going to lose weight, get down to a good weight for me. You get a diet book or a recipe book you've seen on TV, or you buy some product and you follow all the recipes in the book, you watch the YouTube videos, uh, and you do the workouts, you even download the app, and you follow the plan perfectly, and you do that for a few weeks, and you have this transformation that you're really proud of, you, you look great, um, you buy yourself a new pair of jeans, and then things get a bit busy again, and you stop. It's summer now, and work gets a bit hectic, kids aren't in school anymore, and you've run out of recipes in the book, the book guy just says, buy another book and another book, and you get a bit jaded with that, and you go back to normal. And your normal diet just makes you put on weight again. You don't notice it at first, but it soon becomes obvious, and those genes you got don't fit you anymore. And then you weigh yourself. Summer's coming to an end now, and you're heavier than you were in January. Now, maybe this has happened to you before. Maybe it's happened to you more than once. If it hasn't happened to you, let's make sure it doesn't ever happen to you. The first thing I need you to do before you even start thinking about losing weight is have a regular pattern of healthy everyday eating. Forget losing weight at the start. Make it so your normal diet doesn't make you put on weight because you want to be able to finish losing weight and then go back to normal and maintain those results afterwards. So normal needs to be healthy everyday eating. Make it so that you have all the nutrients you need to run well without changing anything, without losing weight, without gaining weight, without worrying about any of that. We just want to make sure that you've got everything your body needs. Now, just quickly, if you struggle to eat like this on a regular basis and you want to know a bit more detail about how all of that works, if you want to set yourself up to eat a normal healthy diet every day, have a look at my 10 lesson online course called Everyday Eating. Go to gymnasium.net and click products and it's there. So 
now you've got a decently healthy normal diet going you're not gaining weight anymore you've done the everyday eating course uh, you're cooking healthy meals for yourself and you know what to do to keep your weight stable but how does the body actually lose weight what is it that makes the body get heavier or lighter i want you to think of it like this if you want to lose weight you want to lose matter from your body so we're talking about weight but really your body is made of stuff and losing weight is getting rid of some of that stuff and all of that stuff is just stored energy all matter is energy uh, that's what einstein meant when he devised the equation e equals mc squared energy equals matter times the speed of light squared 89,000 trillion and something basically there's loads and loads of energy bound up in every bit of matter but the energy is stored between the atoms and between the groups of atoms so when you're trying to lose weight you're not just trying to shift matter you're not just trying to get rid of stuff this is about the amount of energy that is moving through your body your body exists in an environment that's full of energy the rocks contain energy the trees contain energy but you're probably not going to eat trees uh, you don't really care about the much about the energy that's out there but you do care about the energy that's in your food when you eat the food is digested and the bonds between the atoms and molecules are broken apart and then some of that energy is held in the body by turning that food into fat or muscle or eyeball or blood or whatever. It then also lets some of that energy come out in the form of actions and behaviours, running, walking, talking, scratching, pumping your heart, blinking your eyes and moving food through your gut. All of this is energy. When we're talking about gaining or losing weight, adding or removing stuff, we're actually talking about holding back that flow of energy or letting that flow of energy run faster out of us. And life is basically a holding of energy in place. Otherwise, it would just disperse out in all directions. But actually, we're holding it together in a specific form. Your body exists because that free-flowing energy is taken in and held in place. Some energy goes out, but it goes out much slower than it comes in like water in a leaky bucket. Water pours in, but some drips out. And some overflows over the top when we fill that bucket really quickly. And this overflow of energy is what gets used to make the material of our body when we hold that excess energy in a form. And it gets backed up and held in place where it's needed depending on the environment you're in. When you eat, that food goes in your mouth and your stomach and gets digested and broken apart and then some of that food is absorbed into your body. Then those bonds that hold the molecules of food together are broken apart and energy flows into that bucket. So we fill that bucket by eating and absorbing food. Energy then comes out of the body slowly by releasing that energy back out into the environment in the form of heat, in the form of movement, in the form of action. So we think of that action and that heat and that breaking apart as burning energy, breaking things apart like a fire, turning it into energy that comes out of the body. And on the other hand, if we're gonna be breaking things apart and burning through things to release the energy out, we also need to be able to bring things together and build your body out of that extra energy by putting those molecules and atoms together in a form we can use. By the way, if you sign up to my newsletter, I will be sending out a transcript of this video later this week with some extra bonus material where I go a little bit more in depth with the leaky bucket idea, explaining the three key places this overflow of energy goes when it is used to build your body. Every video in this series will get a more in-depth look in the newsletter, so if you're finding this helpful or want a bit more, sign up to the newsletter by going to gymnasion.net and clicking on newsletter. A good exercise plan for fat loss 
should contain some gentle cardio exercise designed to burn through some of that excess energy, but it should also be aimed at either building or preserving muscle with resistance training. If you want to make fat loss as easy as possible while maintaining the shape and strength of your body as you lose weight, resistance exercise is a must. This can be bodyweight exercises like press-ups and squats or weight training exercises like bicep curls and deadlifts. If you would like some guidance with this, I offer one-to-one -one personal training via online video calls, as well as lots of different training plans you can download and follow either at home or in the gym. But you will find the most help on the Accountable course. This is a cohort-based course, meaning we actually have a group of people working together towards their goals. Last year, we got some great weight loss results and I'm looking to get some more people signed up for this premium group coaching experience at the end of this month, starting on Saturday, February the 6th, 2021. If you would like to know more about that, take a look at some of the testimonials at gymnasium.net. Here is a way to symbolize this whole energy idea that I really like. The Eucharist is the Christian ritual of communion, where a group of people come together to express their unity by saying they are a single body. During the Eucharist, a piece of bread is broken apart. The person breaking the bread declares that this bread is the body of Christ before feeding it to all of the people who are in the group. The bread is then broken down even further. It is digested in the body before becoming part of all the people who have eaten it, either being burnt to create the actions and behaviors of those people or being brought together to build their physical body. In this way, the energy in that bread becomes part of the physical presence of all of the people there. This isn't merely a metaphor, the people call themselves the body of Jesus Christ because they act on his behalf, and then the bread they eat literally becomes their body as the energy in the bread is transformed inside them. Another analogy I like to use is the lumberjack analogy. Imagine you're a lumberjack living in a log cabin, and attached to that cabin is a generator that's powered by a stove that burns wood chippings. That log cabin and that generator is surrounded by a forest. And what you do, because you're a lumberjack, is go out into the forest, chop down trees, and bring the wood from those trees into the cabin. Then you use that wood to either build things or repair bits of the log cabin which need to be maintained as they rot away or get damaged. So you keep replacing things like shingles on the roof or bits of door frame. Or you might need to make a new table or even build a whole new extension if you need the room. And you make those repairs and build those new parts of the cabin out of the wood you collect from the forest. But in order to power all of the tools and keep the lights on and keep warm in the winter, you've also got to chip some of that wood you've collected down and burn it in the generator. So you've got two things going on, burning wood in the generator and building with the wood to make new things and repairing bits of the cabin that need to be replaced. If after you've done all that building and burning that's necessary, you still have an overflow of excess wood left over, you take that wood around the back, you chip it down and store it in a big shed out of the way. So there's a minimum amount of wood you need in order to keep repairing the cabin. And there's a minimum amount of wood you need in order to keep the generator running, keep the lights on and keep your power tools working. But if you keep bringing in more and more wood from the forest, you'll have nowhere to put it and you'll just keep adding bags and bags of wood chips to the storage around the back. So if you want to start making your way through that stockpile of wood chips, you have to reduce the amount of wood you bring in from the forest. So to make that analogy really clear, the forest is the environment around you, and the wood you collect and bring into the cabin is the food you eat and absorb. The repairs you make to the cabin is the general upkeep of your body that needs to keep happening so that your body doesn't waste away. And the new things you're building, like that new extension, 
is maybe building some muscle if you have need for it. And all of those wood chippings you've been storing around the back is the excess fat that you're holding back just in case you need it. And it's a good idea to have some extra stored away, but it's probably not a good idea to keep adding more and more to that excess storage, especially if you're not expecting the forest to run out of trees anytime soon. So when you've got more wood chips stored up than you would like, you might think the best thing to do is to just stop collecting wood entirely. And that might work for a bit, but very soon you'll find that two things happen. First, your cabin starts to fall into disrepair. You definitely won't be able to keep building that extension, but you won't be able to replace the shingles and the door frames either, because you can't use wood chips to do that. You need new wood from the forest to keep the structure of the cabin together. Not only that, if you stop using those power tools, you won't even be burning through as much wood anyway. So the generator slows down and uh, wood chips get burnt at a slower rate. So trying to survive on storage alone can only ever be a short-term strategy. In the same way, you can't just stop eating completely. The fat that you have accumulated is enough to keep the lights on, but can't be used to repair the rest of your body as it naturally breaks down. So here's what you do instead. You stop working on that extension for now, no more building extra parts of the cabin, just keep the cabin the same as it is. Then you make a record of how much wood you collected each day as you carry on doing normal daily repairs. Once you know how much wood you're taking in daily, just take in a little bit less than that keeping an eye on it to make sure you're not collecting more than you need. That way you know you have enough for the repairs, but you can still burn through some of your stored wood chips to power the tools and keep the lights on. This means it might take a while to get through the storage, especially if you have a lot of it. But this is also the healthiest and best way to do it, because you will be able to keep the cabin running comfortably and keep repairing damage along the way with no problem. And you can keep this going for a long time without changing too much about your normal daily life. In the same way, by keeping track of the food you usually eat, you can make a good guess at how much you need to eat to keep your body running well. Eat slightly less than what you would normally do, keeping track as you go, and you will find that this is a great long-term strategy for consistently losing weight over time. And then finally, when you want to burn through some extra wood chips, you can make a little bit of extra work for the generator. Keep the lights on in rooms of the cabin, even though you don't need them. Maybe turn the heating up a little bit more. Nothing drastic, just little ways you can make the generator need to burn through more energy than usual. The equivalent of that in your body is to do a little bit more exercise than usual. Maybe go for a walk at lunchtime, join in with an exercise class or play a sport. Doesn't matter what it is, it's just something a little extra to burn through more of that excess. Make it something safe and fun for you. You're not trying to build anything here, just burn more energy than usual. Okay, so by this point, you should have a pretty good understanding of the way energy flows through your body and also how we can manipulate that flow so that excess energy you have got stored up in your body can be allowed to flow out of the body in the form of heat and action. Instead of building up more and more stuff by taking in more than we need, we burn through that stuff and lose weight. If you're finding any of this helpful, or if you have any questions or comments about anything I've said here, please join in with anything you have to say. You can comment on the YouTube video, send me a message on Twitter or Instagram, let me know what you think. But before I do a recap of the steps, I just want to make one final point. And it's to do with the difference between losing weight and being healthy, because they are not the same thing. Sometimes losing weight will help you to become more healthy, but I don't want you to be dieting or measuring everything that you eat forever. That's why I make a distinction between healthy everyday eating and being on a diet, eating to lose weight. It's like what doctors do. A doctor might tell you that you need to have surgery or take some drugs. 
but surgery isn't a healthy thing that everyone should do and the doctor doesn't want everyone to always be on drugs. Neither of these things are designed to be healthy per se. When you make an intervention like this, it's meant to make you healthier in the long run, but it's not designed to be something that you can do forever. Losing weight is something temporary. It's not meant to be something you keep doing. Just like a surgery or taking a drug, you want to take it once, fix the problem or make the improvement, and then once that intervention has got you to the place you want to be, you go back to normal and do something you can sustain long-term. So weight loss is temporary and only a very small part of a much bigger picture of what it means to be healthy and well. Okay, so now you've got that background understanding, hopefully you have everything you need to get your head around those five steps I gave you at the beginning. Here they are again. Step one, eat a healthy diet in the first place. Step two, measure your weight every week and record everything you eat for a week. Step three, keep measuring your weight weekly, eat the same things you normally eat but slightly cut back on the total amount of food. Step four, do some regular exercise slightly above your normal level. And step five, do some resistance training. There is a longer version of this video available for Gymnasium members where I go a bit deeper into the details and the science and the more esoteric stuff and add some bonus tips. Also, don't forget that the Accountable course starts on the first Saturday in February. So have a look at the testimonials page at gymnasium.net for more information about that. And check out the rest of gymnasium.net for more advice on health and wellness as well as products and programs you can start using today. You can also sign up to my newsletter there to get a transcript of this video with even more bonus material and also hear about what else I'm doing. And finally, please subscribe to this channel for more videos like this so that you can get all the information you need to have health in the new age.